Reality TV. And this is not reality radio. This is reality. And welcome to the podcast where we discuss community, current events, and entertainment. I am your host, Shar Johnson, recording in Akron, Ohio, as a part of an online community of entrepreneurs, community builders, and artists. To my listeners, local and coast to coast, thanks for the love. Now before we get into the current events on Shar's Radar, I would like to give special shout outs to all current and future sponsors who helped make this weekly podcast possible. Now we're going to take a quick break before we go into the current events on the radar. So sit back, relax, get ready to enjoy what Shar is talking about. Welcome back from the break. Okay, I hope you guys have gotten your popcorn and your tea all ready for this, what I'm about to talk about. Now, if you're not familiar, I do like to keep you guys up to date on what's on the radar and politics. Now, before I get into the politics of Blacker in Ohio, I want to tell you what's been going on abroad. So this article that I am about to read to you is from Newsweek, and it was published on April the 22nd, 2019. The title is, Donald Trump Sues Elijah Cummings to Block Subpoena for His Financial Records. President Donald Trump has sued House Oversight and Reform Committee Chairman Elijah Cummings to block a subpoena for his financial records, including his highly sought-after tax returns. The lawsuit filed alleged that the Democrat Party had declared all-out political war against the president and is using subpoenas as their weapon of choice. Democrats are using their new control of congressional committees to investigate every aspect of President Trump's personal finances, business, and even his family read the lawsuit. Instead of working with the president to pass bipartisan legislation that would actually benefit Americans, House Democrats are obsessed with finding something they can use to damage the president politically. Hmm. Last week, Cummins, a Maryland Democrat, subpoenaed the president's accounting firm, which is Marzers USA, for eight years of Trump's financial records. That will be from 2011 to 2018, including independent auditor reports, annual statements, and other documents. The company responded to the request in a statement saying it will respect the legal process and fully comply with its legal obligations. Now, Trump and his lawyers argued that the subpoena lacks a legitimate legislative purpose and that Cummings overstepped the constitutional limits on Congress' investigative powers. Wow. Well, with this, with this subpoena, the Oversight Committee is assuming the powers of the Department of Justice investigating 
the bias and partisanship allegations of illegal conduct by private individuals outside of government. This is what read on the court filing. Its goal is to expose plaintiff's private financial information for the sake of exposure with the hope that it will turn up something that Democrats can use as a political tool against the president now and in the 2020 election. The Democrats' request for Trump's financial records followed the damning testimony of Trump's former personal attorney, Michael Cohen, in February. Cohen has been sentenced guilty to crimes including bank fraud, tax fraud, and campaign finance violations. Cohen testified to lawmakers under penalty of perjury that the president often misrepresented his wealth to avoid paying taxes and misled insurance companies. Cohen also provided congressional... Ah! Blah, 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 blah. Here we go. Cohen also provided congressional committee with copies of financial statements and checks written by Trump that allegedly reimbursed Cohen for hush money payments made to Stormy Daniels and Karen McDougal during the 2016 election. Hard uh, Harvard Law professor and constitutional expert Lawrence Tribe tweeted that Trump's lawsuit against Cummings was frivolous and should be cast aside quickly by a judge. Wow, that was such a mouthful. But, in all honesty, let me tell you what this reminds me of. This right here is bringing about memories to me to uh, the show Scandal. I am sitting here going, oh my gosh, is this really what goes on in the White House? And the president's fixer then got caught, then gave up all type of information, and then sentenced to jail. And now the president is trying to subpoena, oh my gosh, uh, Congress from getting this information. This stuff is so, I'm just telling you guys, ever since Scandal went off, I have been keeping up with this because... These articles and the press conferences and the tweets and everything that goes on does nothing but make me go watch reruns again of Scandal. I'm telling you, this has been crazy, just like a big old soap opera. So I wonder if they're going to make a series out of this. What about you? Go ahead and let me know how you really feel about this. And do you think that... They should subpoena um, um, his financial records. Um, I'm wondering uh, concerning uh, Cohen's, um, Michael Cohen's uh, testimony, is this why they decided to do this? I mean, this is just uh, drama and it, this is crazy. So if you're not up on politics or what's going on in the White House, I just gave you an up-to-date um what's been going on here lately and like I said I got the article from uh, Newsweek and it was published on April the 22nd now let's talk about the politics that's going on in Blackburn, Ohio I don't know if you guys voted and if you haven't make sure that you do know that there are councilmen and councilwomen and councilmen and women at large are up for the election here in Akron, Ohio Make sure you vote for the councilman or councilwoman for your war. 
Now, for the councilmen or woman at large, everybody in every ward all over the Summit County can vote for them. Make sure that you vote. It's very important that you vote. I'm going to talk to you about something else on Shore's Radar after we take this quick break. Now that we have went over the current events on Shore's Radar, it's time for us to take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll get right into how all day, every day, Shark keeps you informed about what's going on around town in Blackren, Ohio. Welcome back from the break. Now let's get into some entertainment. What's on Shar's radar right now? Okay. Well, let's talk about my girl, Wendy Williams. Right now, I'm feeling super ecstatic when it comes to her. Yes, the queen of gossip on primetime TV. Well, I took this article of information from People. Yes, I got this from People.com TV online. Yes, I did. And we're going to talk about Wendy Williams. Wendy Williams says she's moving out of Sober House after filing for divorce from her husband, Kelvin Hunter. That's what the title reads. Wendy Williams has broken her silence after filing for divorce from Kevin Hunter. The Wendy Williams show star spoke out while hosting her show live, reflecting on the motto of her Hot Topics segment. Their business is our business. It's crazy, because now my business is your business, Williams said with a laugh. It's kind of funny, turnabout's a fair game. I get it. Williams, who recently revealed that she's living in a sober house, said she had had a really good weekend and got together with six of her friends from the facility. Two of them are her sponsors. I'm moving out the sober house in just a few days, you know, she revealed. It'll be windy on her own. I have to tell you, you know, I've been dealing with issues with addiction, alcohol, alcoholism, and I have a whole new life that I plan for myself and my son, she continued. Believe me, when you lay in a room with no TV and four gray walls all day, this is my life in the sober house. It's one of the best things, honestly, that could ever happen to me. Williams, who has long been open about her past addiction to cocaine, said speaking candidly about her struggles on her show has been hugely beneficial. You wear a different mask when you're out here, she said. Everybody has things in their life that they're not ready to share with the world. Addressing my sobriety, my addiction, head on, has really helped me sort out every single compartment of my life, she said. I have a commitment to me and my son to come out of here better, stronger, and faster than ever. And by the way, I will still commit. I commit that I, that the motto of the show will always be, their business is our business. Now, following two decades of marriage, 
Williams filed to legally end her magic her uh to legally file to end her marriage with Hunter. Um, yes, she did. Now, this is what she also says. Thank you to everyone for respecting the family's privacy during this time. Kevin is supportive of Wendy and they are working through the process together. That's what the personal representative for Williams uh, told people in the statement. No additional comment. No, uh, no additional comment will be provided at this time. Now, a representative for her show also released the following statement. Wendy and her family have been a part of D, uh, Debar Mercury for over 10 years. We respect their privacy regarding personal matters. As always, we remain committed to bringing an entertaining and topical show to our viewers. Williams is 54 and Hunter is 46. And they uh, married on November the 30th and in 1997. And they share a son, Kevin Jr., who was 19. So, you guys know the breakup comes uh, after a difficult time uh, for Wendy. And she took... Um, extended hiatus from the Wendy Williams show from January to March. I'm saying that she needed to recover from a fractured shoulder and take care of herself due to her battle with Graves disease. And, uh, and, um, uh, I think it's autoimmune disease that affects her thyroid. I hope I said that, uh, correctly. So, uh, uh, that also, uh, it says here in 2017, Williams told people that Hunter had been a pillar of strength as she uh, grappled with her diagnosis. She says, my husband was extremely concerned. He's not just my husband. He's my business partner, one of the executive producers on the show. And he's also my manager. He and I are glued at the hip. He was with me every step, she added. From him seeing me go, uh, for him, I said from, I'm sorry, for him seeing me go through all of this, it's really been trying on him. I've been concerned about him. I'm like, don't worry about it. So, you know, they've had their struggles uh, through Hunter cheating on Williams after she gave, uh, after she gave birth to their son. Um, it was a painful, a painful uh, period she had described. Um, in her memoir, I don't know if you guys have read it, but I know I'm going to get it. It's called Wendy's Got Heat. Um, it has made our marriage, and I know this is a cliche, but it's true. It's made our marriage stronger. She, uh, that's what she told Valet TV in 2013. No, I'm not back to the girl I was before him, because when you get stung like that, you never go back to who you were only a fool does but I love him and he loves me and we addressed it head on wow well I guess she's not feeling that way now okay so um still uh they've uh plagued by uh they were plagued by uh, persistent rumors uh of Hunter's alleged further infidelities um ever since Wendy she also stated that um she stayed by her God and she um, made this statement on her show in September 2017. All is well in Hunterville. Don't believe the hype. Uh, if there was hype, believe me, you would know. <laughs> She's letting you know that she would uh, let them know. So um, once she came back um, from everything last month, she once refuted reports of, of the split. Uh, I remember that because I seen that show. She had said, I'm still very much in love with my husband and anyone 
who's been married, you know, you, I, I remember that show, I seen that, but you know, um, recently here, um, Williams, uh, hosted a, on her show without wearing her wedding ring or mentioning anything about her, uh, marital status right before the news, uh, broke. So, all I can say is, um, Wendy, I hope you're the best. Um, I hope that you don't stop dating or stop looking for love. Yes, we all have our trials and tribulations. It's sad that, you know, he just wasn't the man for you as far as the marriage. But I'm pretty sure you guys had some beautiful years. Um, I've seen her having pictures with her son here lately. And I just wanted to speak on it because, like I said, I watch a lot of the YouTube and different things. And I also have a show on YouTube. If you guys haven't checked that out, make sure you go follow me on YouTube. It's Let's Talk Char. Um, I haven't gotten a lot of videos up yet. But you can look at the videos uh, on AkronHipHop.com on YouTube because that's where I originally started my platform as far as YouTube is concerned. But also go and go ahead and subscribe and hit the bell on the Let's Talk Shard YouTube so you guys will be able to catch up on the videos that I'll be putting up. So yeah, I got an introductory video, so I would love for you guys to go watch it and tell me how you feel about it. Um, I really love that she does talk about uh, real things with herself, even though she does the celebrity news and gossip. I really enjoy her hot topics. Um, It helps me when I do my podcast and also when I do my live YouTube. So I can say that Wendy Williams is one of my mentors. I'm very uh, happy to know that she's doing well and that she's moving out the sober house and I have best wishes to her. Now, what's up? What else is on my radar? Uh, let me talk about our local, our, our local uh, up-and-coming artists here in Blackburn, Ohio. We have many talented artists that are uh, coming up and they're doing their thing. If you haven't had an opportunity, go and check some of the artists out here in Blackburn, Ohio. And a good way to see who's hot is to go to the website AkronHipHop.com they put up uh, a chart that lets you know what's the top 10 videos here with the local Akron artists so get on that website again it's AkronHipHop.com and check out the local artists that are coming up around here in our town you can also get on that website and check out the entrepreneurs in the Blackburn, Ohio community. So those are the things that has been on Shard's radar. Now, if there's a hot topic that you think I should talk about as far as politics and entertainment, or it's a, something that's going on in our town that you feel that I need to get out here to our community, make sure that you get a message to me right here on this podcast and I will go do the homework and the research and I will talk about it. If you would like to become a sponsor, you can do that too. You can also, yes, you can also financially support. I do accept donations. Yes, I do have sponsors, but I also do accept donations The donations help me keep the podcast on the platforms that I am on going. And it also allows me to give back into the community. So, yes, I welcome your financial support. 
when we come back, I'm going to get into the topic of the day. And you guys know how I do with the topic of the day. I have something else special for you. So we'll be right back right after this. I had to get me um, a little bit more, more tea on this last break. Okay, now I have to go into my all day, every day with the sisters of Blackburn, Ohio, and keep you informed about what's going on around our time. Now, in a few months, or I can say a few weeks, because a few months is uh, actually, I say about six weeks, your kids will be going on summer vacation. So, if you do not know about the summer camps that are going on in Akron, Ohio, you need to go ahead and Google summer camps in Akron, Ohio, or you can get on the AkronHipHop.com website, and you can hit the Copley Road Community Center and get in touch with Miss Yvette Harris and sign your child up for her summer camp program. The camp will run from June to August. It will be a Monday through Friday camp. So that's something for your child to do this summer. Also, next month, which is May, many of the Akron Parent Pee Wee Association's uh, cheerleading camp will start. You can get in touch with the directors of the Akron Parent Pee Wee Association and you can find out when the clinics are for the teams and when the tryouts are. So get your children into something constructive here in Blackburn, Ohio. If there are any other activities that I am not aware of, please contact me at letstalkshar at gmail.com. Let me know what's going on and I'll make sure that I get that information out to the community. Once again, if you would like to become a sponsor, make sure you reach out to me. I am ex- accepting sponsor. If you would like to donate, I accept the donations too. The donations help keep the podcast going and also allow for the Sisters of Blackburn, Ohio podcast to be able to give back to the community. That's how it goes down every day all day and the sisters of black on ohio keep you informed about what's going on around town now before we take a shower break um i have to give you my front row report now if you don't know what shower's front row report is this is when i give you my uh entertainment review of the week it could be on a movie that i've seen here lately or it could be on netflix dvd or on a streaming device um it could be music fashion or art you know Shar's just here to let you know whether to trash pass or attend the class okay that's how it goes down with my front row report okay now this week's front row report is going to be on music yes i want to talk about music I was watching Instagram 
uh, an Instagram live video with um, a DJ out in California. And he was playing some Keith Sweat tunes um, as we were watching. And he was talking about how um, now that Keith Sweat, I believe it's like 20 years uh, 20 years in the making, maybe a little further, I believe in the 90s. So about 20 years, maybe 25. I'll, I'll even go as far as 30. Don't quote me on it. I'm just um, guessing, but it, it's over 20 years. And we were listening to the music and he was comparing a couple of songs sounding like Prince. And we were talking about how this generation says that it's um, old school music and we were uh, we were chiming back and forth talking about how when our parents were listening to the music in the 90s, that they were listening to the 70s and the 80s music and how we looked at that being old school music. I personally really miss the old R&B. I really miss um, the older hip hop. I miss it. A lot of the hip-hop, it had messages in it, whether it was political or whether they were talking about their experiences, but it had lessons in it and there was uh, positivity in it, not like the music today, where they glorify uh, how I want to put it, the Scarface <laughs> and Godfather um, living, and it to me, it, it, it doesn't, um, if you ask me, it doesn't show the creativeness really of the children. I'm not saying that our artists today aren't creative because they are. I mean, trust me, they are. I just don't agree with a lot of the music that many of them put out. Now, now that's just my personal opinion. I don't know how you feel about it. Most of us, when the tune comes on or the beat, we go to snapping our fingers and yes, but when you really sit back and listen to the words, I'm telling you, you would be like, what in the world are you talking about? Now, that's just my opinion. So, I just want to say, when you're sitting in your house and you're relaxing and chilling, turn on a little bit of Erica Baidu, some Lauryn Hill, a little bit of um, Silk, some Jodeci, just some old school vibes make sure you just go and listen so i'm just gonna say that the new school music i have to pass on it because that's just not a class that i want to attend but that old school music is never trash and that's a class that i like to attend this was your front row review and we'll be right back after this short break It's time to take a quick break. Go ahead and grab your snacks, your tea, your wine, or whatever your pleasures are, and we'll be right back. Let's get right into the topic of today. I want to talk about mirror, mirror. What do I see? When I look at the image of me. I said that because a lot of times when we go through things, we like to blame others for the situations that we're in. But if you stop and take a good look at yourself in the mirror, you need to ask yourself, 
How did I end up in this situation? What was my reactions to this situation? Could I have handled it differently? Or was my reaction an action of what has taken place? So I have a little story for you guys. And I want you to think about it. Maybe you've been this type of situation or know someone that has. So a young lady, she was dating a guy who was dating her and someone else. And the guy decides that he wants to marry the other person that he was dating. The young lady is very upset about it. And she takes it upon herself to go to this guy's home to confront him or ask him why she wasn't the choice. When he did not choose her, she still tried everything in her power as far as advances toward him. He did not accept the advances. She got angry and decided to go ahead and have physical actions towards him because of the rejection. Then when it was all said and done, she turned around and she filed charges against him saying that he had abused her when he did not. Now they have to go to court and he has to show that she had malicious intent. The way that the world is today, especially for an African-American male. Oh, did I forget to mention that he was an African living in America male and that she's an African living in America female. They tend to forget that the color of their skin uh, shows uh, that the color of their skin sometimes dictates how the court system treats them. These are known and proven facts, and you can look this up in your city or your state. You can look up the census to see how many cases of domestic violence have a European or an African American male with. Um, how many Europeans have gotten a lesser charge than an African-American male. I'm not trying to make this uh, a race thing, but these are known and proven facts. Because the young lady was not able to handle the rejection or did not look at it as, okay, I was not for him, but there is someone out there for me. She decided to be malicious And to make sure that he was hurt in ways that she should not have done all because her feelings and her pride. So, again, mirror, mirror. What do I see when I'm looking at the image staring back at me? When you look in the mirror and you look at yourself, look at yourself and tell yourself that you are beautiful, that you are powerful, that you are a king or a queen. Just because someone does not like you or someone does not agree with you or someone uh, has something to say about who you are does not mean that you are that you are worthless. Sometimes some people are for you and some people are for are, are not for you. This is a part of life. So when you be when you encounter hurts and pains and it's something that you feel like is unbearable for you to deal with, you need to go to someone who have maybe been through a similar type of situation and talk to them and find out how they were able to get through it. Now, 
their solution may not work for you, but it's an option or a choice that you can use. Or you can go and talk to someone like your pastor. You can go talk to your grandmother, your aunt, your sister, your friend. And if you can't get solutions from them, if you have to go talk to a therapist, then do so. You can meditate or do everything. What I am saying is everybody is going to encounter with another person um, reactions or actions that you do not like or may not make you feel good. If it's not an action that caused physical harm of intimate danger, then it's something that you can get past and move on. So, until next week, this is your girl, Let's Talk Char, and I hope you enjoyed this podcast. hanging out with me today. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Now, if you would like to become a sponsor or donate, please visit sharjohnson.com's website. Until next time, have fun and get something done. It's your girl, Let's Talk Sharp.